episode of the internet's most hated mafia themed geek podcast long coat mafia podcast it is i the one the only reverend godfather aka the martinsburg madman aka this show's frontman and main host and welcome to the main episode of the week ladies and gentlemen before i go into the main part of what this episode is going to be about let me just say this there are Remaining part of this week and maybe into next week a little bit as well. I'll try to ease back on it. But because as of this recording, earlier this week, I should say this past weekend, June 17th and 18th, was Awesome Con. So I decided because of that, you'll hear it me mention it in the upcoming episodes because some of you might not have been to Awesome Con. Didn't go, couldn't go, what have you. And some of you are either gearing up for a con or suffering from con withdrawal. I'm increasing the number of bonus retrospective anniversary episodes that have a lot of con content in regards to them, whether it be panels, interviews, and so forth and so on. And the first episode, uh, one of these, is going to be uh, our Vernon Wells panel or the panel that had Vernon Wells a part of it. So speaking of Vernon Wells and all that, let's get into the meat and potatoes of what this episode will be about. And that is uh, in this episode, me and Sasha talk about uh, quickly about a fan theory I kind of had or a question I had in regards to the movie Wraith about a couple characters in that. A brief discussion about uh, um, slash movie review about a movie starring Vernon Wells called Jack B. Nimble, and me and Sasha talk about, for a little bit, or I should say the bulk of the episode, John Cleese, plus a whole lot more. So feel free to check out the episode, give it a listen, and see you guys on the other side. So all I have left to say is, hey, George, cue the music. We'll be right back with more of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. Shock and Terror, with Sasha, the Princess of Darkness, and Chris, the Martinsburg Madman, in Sasha After Dark, the Podcast of Darkness, Reboot. Found it. Got it. Yay. Yay. I understand. <laughs> Watch, I need to try to get canceled. You're not supposed to talk like that. Yay. Yay. Gotta put on the mask. Ignore the guy behind the mask. Me get canceled? I mostly just get blackballed. Not in that way. <laughs> you get black? I only have blue still. Shit. Blackballed is the worst. Especially in these little shithead towns. Don't talk to Sasha. She's a problem. Why? Because I speak the truth. I get into Orangeburg. Don't speak to the madman because he call, tries to call out uh, council and all that shit. Nah, fuck the downtown area. 
Yeah. It's like, oh, I've managed to piss off the tri-state. How lucky am I? My power I mean, will be complete. I'll be able to add that extra stone to my infinity gauntlet as soon as I can claim West Virginia and Virginia. And I'll just be able to snap my fingers. Yeah, I I went to the Martin. Uh, we can probably call that. We're even though we're recording. Let's we'll mix it into everything. Yeah, but uh, whenever you're ready. All right. Uh, give me a second here. Like I said, four hours of sleep. Inhaled. Exhale. You need GG fuel. You need W fuel. W <laughs> You need W W W. Minute minute. Minute minute. Oh, there you go. You got a new mix of it. Ah, oh, okay. You interrupted me, you fucker. Ah, Lumser, I'm bored. What plaything do you have to offer me today? Something out of the SK system, Mom. Another weird fan theory. Okay. Weird and long as usual, or just weird and short and simple? <laughs> weird, short, and simple. Ah, those are the favorites. And it comes from this weirdo. Okay. I'm sure, I know you are at least familiar with the movie The Wraith, starring the one, the only, Charles. Hi, Charlie you. Sheen. Tiger Blood himself, Mr. Tiger Blood himself, who was in it for maybe about 15 minutes and got all his filming done in probably two days. But, and if you haven't seen this weird film, it's a very interesting film. It's very, it's very good. It's very... The car is cool. The car is cool. It's got an interesting concept. It's like the crow but, with the car, but before the crow. Right. And... Similar type of premise, but all in all, main character, you find out, gets killed, and he comes back seeking revenge against a gang that tries to steal cars to VIA, drag racing, or think Crow mixed in with Fast and the Furious, folks. That's basically what you're getting. Oh, uh, Crow was mixed in with Christine. Uh okay then uh Crow mixed in with Fast and the Furious with a dash of Christine. There you go. Okay. But That's there are two... involved. <laughs> but there's two characters in it. I don't know if you remember these two characters. One is Gutterboy and the other mm. one is Skank. Yes, I remember Skank. My theory is uh even though it's not out outly um mentioned in the film but I I've always enjoyed the film but the, those two characters always seemed more buddy buddy than what they appeared okay. if you catch my grip no it just seemed that the air I got from them is that they might be part of the LGBTQ community but they were in denial about it it wasn't a bromance it was more like they were joined at the hip in more ways than one and no, they either just were lips. well either way <laughs> it, it that's my theory it's just the air it's like it's they're always together they're always the air i got was 
if you went approach them, it's like you guys might be of the LGBTQ plus community. And they'd be like, uh, no, no, no. We, you'd get the Jason Muse answer like, no, we love the pussy, you know, type of ordeal. And yet they're both in the closet and they're both probably hooking up with each other at some point. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that I kind of my there's me that, personally, I got to be with some butthead kind of vibe from them. You know, these guys have been together forever and they're best friends and they really don't have anything else going on. So it's kind of like they're heterosexual. It could be. It's, it could go either way. It's also, even Along though recently Beavis and Butthead did accidentally get married in one of their episodes, didn't realize it because <laughs> they thought it was them marrying the chick at the licensing office and it wasn't. It, it might have that feel of like Giant uh, Silent Bob and, you know, Beavis and Butthead that they couldn't not, they could be probably closer to bi than gay, but you don't know. It's like up in the air. Yeah, it's very neutral. It could go. It go, so I'm not saying my theories are right. <laughs> I just, just don't buy it. Something about it just doesn't add up. I mean, if that's in your spank bank, that's in your spank bank. I'm not going to take your fan theory away. But it's there. It's out there. It's we're talking about the, folks. The, the, the two of the ugliest characters in that friggin' movie. Who knows? Maybe they. it's that aspect of maybe we can't find each other. We might as well get each other off. So what they do together is up to them, you know? That's, some, that's a desperation move if I ever heard one. Well, they're, they're on a whole mess of drugs and everything else. They're sniffing a lot of stuff, so who knows? Sniffing a lot of stuff. <laughs> I was like, they're, off on a, they're on drugs. Yeah, they're, they're hip. <laughs> I think there's been a couple of times they've been huffing. It's not on camera. It's like they have, I think they've said it I might have to watch it after this to get an idea. It's like at least Skanky's been on fumes, either WD forty or he's high on something Straight a lot gasoline. of times. Stamp gasoline, glue, who knows what? But he's always jittery. But who knows what he's hallucinating? He looks at gutter ball, you know, gutter boy, and said, gutter "Probably ball. thinks he's a girl or some shit like that." But. I'm not saying it's wrong or anything like that. It doesn't add anything or take away from the no, movie. It it's just, uh, folks, I'm sure you could find it on YouTube or Tubi or one of those places you could get it for free. Uh, watch it and you know leave a comment down below, whether it be on YouTube or Sasha's uh, uh, OnlyFans page. You know, let us know. Let us know what you think. If you know, heck, I'm, I'm not when I. Go ahead. No, no. I'm just curious as to what other people think on this. Because to me, it's like, eh, yeah. I don't see it. You know, I'll, I'm out when I do the clips. I might even toss this clip on our Patreon, at least my Patreon, and I'll put it as a poll. What do you guys watch the movie and what do you guys think? Is he, you know, are they part of the LGBTQIA plus community or are they not? You know, that way, if people want to vote on it, they could vote on it and. Let the fans and we'll put it on it uh when we get enough votes in, we'll put it as an update for a future episode. How's that sound? There you go. That sound all right with you. Yeah. So it I'm not saying um as you can see, Sasha's not really, you know, she's tired, but she's not gonna <laughs> it, it's something uh very tired, but it's not something she's obviously calling me out on, but uh, it's 
nothing I have a problem with. And Sasha, if you want, I know OnlyFans does polls as well. Uh, if you want to do a, a poll there too, do a poll there too. See what we get. All right, did you polls? So, I mean, yeah, the only polls do, I'm familiar polls. with the ones you dance on, but you know that's a whole other thing. <laughs> you need sleep, if not more caffeine. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I think I have reached the peak of caffeine. Or the then you need <laughs> then you need more energy. No, uh, I could go down that right. That's a perfect segue. But remember, folks, if you, uh, should I? Should I <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. If you need energy, just go over to w www.w.gg, and when you put an order on their site, just enter in the code LCM podcast for ten percent off your order. So. Is and it, it helps it support. In? So we got it in. So we um, got it in. Oh, we wow. got it in. Oh, wow. Uh, and it was a smooth transition, too. What yes. do you know, folks? Yeah. Speaking but, of uh, smooth transitions, cue <laughs> that wonderful opening music. <laughs> Dramatic. Pause. Roll that beautiful <laughs> bean footage. Not that bean. Not that bean. <laughs> 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 Ping it, but uh, uh, which one do you want to cover in first? Your side or my side? For Cleese. Next topic. You want to cover? Let's want to talk about John Cleese first before we go into anything else, what so we don't the, forget. What was the other topic? Uh, my review, movie review. We'll do your How review. Could... Okay. Uh, this comes with some context. Uh. Came through Facebook. I think it might have been nothing again. Or it came through. I think one of the groups I'm a part of, like a horror group or something along those lines. Of who wants to do a review? Who does reviews? And I brought my hat in the ring, saying, "Yeah, I do reviews for you know my podcast. And, you know, it's our podcast, but still, it winds up on my channel nonetheless." But it winds up on his channel way, usually before it does on mine, unless it's my you own. Have, you're, you are how far behind, woman? <laughs> Enough. Enough. <laughs> I will get to it. First sleep in the blood of the First innocent. <laughs> Let me put it like this. Good chance, but oh, no, uh, we'll do that later. Uh, but the review, and I got a, I'm going to give him a shout out here. I got a DM from, got to log in. You got a DM, huh? I, I got yeah, a DM. DMs. Somebody snuck in my DMs. Name of, I don't know if it's his last name first, but he's got a last name first and a first name last. Uh, Wallet Steve, W-O-L-L-E-T-T. And the V version of Steve. And he was like, yeah, um, I have a full movie out on YouTube, and it's called Jack Be Nimble. And if Sasha wants the link, I'll be more than happy to send it to her because it's on YouTube. It's not piracy or anything like that. You could watch it on YouTube. It has ads. It's not piracy. I don't know if the company itself put it on youtube or the it's one of these yeah you could kind of quote unquote watch it through us 
So um, speaking, way, speaking of piracy, this past weekend it kind of gave me a chuckle. I was up at um, Second and Charles up in Harrisburg, and it can't I fit away. Good. I picked up a sealed special edition copy, one of the first runs. For mind you, only four dollar sealed. Four dollar. Four dollar. Blu-ray copy of Alien vs. Predator Requiem. And it's still sealed, and on the front of it, it's advertising how you can get a digital copy, but it's not like how you and I get digital copies now. You gotta insert your DVD into your DVD drive, and it'll read something uh, uh, off uh, of it. And then you gotta type in a code, and I'm like, this is brand new sealed. Does this still work? So I'm gonna have to get back to everybody on that, but I just love the fact that on the front of the DVD box, or the Blu-ray box, it legit says, this is for blu-ray players which are different than dvds and make sure your blu-ray player is up to date <laughs> and the most commonly and most popularly used blu-ray player this is how old it is it states is a playstation 3 <laughs> and at that point i was like god i feel old and then i realized it's the movie is about as old as willow is and i'm like oh shit but you have to uh, on that note we'll get into the reviews like while the show devolving right away is a habit of ours, you have to figure, uh, even back in the days of the PS2, I'm sure uh, regards to the DVD. PS3, it was the same. Similar, uh, it, DVD players were very expensive. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking like maybe like two, almost like over $200. And even though uh, PS2s, were close to $200, but the selling point is like, guess what? You get to play games too. Even though this is a gaming console, you could play movies as well. And that was the selling point. And, and that's why the PS2 kind of succeeded. Because you're, you're getting just, not just a, a, no, a video so game have somebody console. in the comments you're getting... bring up the new one. <laughs> if you don't know about the new one, yeah, I'll you're getting you a... info. <laughs> Uh, yeah, send me info in regards to that. Uh, you're getting a a DVD, DVD, yeah, DVD players. You're getting a, in essence, something that played audio CDs and plus games as well. So you'll get all that built into one player. Plus, it also played all your PS One games too. Well, there was a review so, of the best CD players that are currently still available, even secondhand. And do you know what the most top-rated best CD player was for just CDs? Oh, yes, the PS2. PS1. The PS1? Best, oh, yeah. Best top-rated for DVDs was the PS2. Best for Blu-rays was the PS3. And I'm just like, holy fucking shit, you know? Yeah, it's just one of those things that they take a loss on it and... Yeah, because they're going to make it back with that. the games. Yeah, and what especially the days of the PS1, it's this stylized piece of equipment that you could play CDs on and video games. And especially if you had the money for it, here's this art, something that looks like a piece of art in a way that also plays games. Right. Uh, back to kind of the review. Yes, back uh, to the review. <laughs> back to the review. Jack uh, B. Nimble. Uh, I uh, Jack, be nimble. 
it's listed on IMDb as a comedy. It's a very independent, uh, independent movie. It's done by an independent group. It's more along. It has the feel of folks that we know from like EPG and you know Darkstone and other like Mark Byrne and you know his absurd productions. Yeah, Uh, all those folks that we, you and I both know. It has that low budget indie film to it. Uh, It stars uh, at least two people we've met, probably met before. Uh, One of which, I think you and I might have met Julie Ann Prescott before, but she's been in a lot of independent horror, including Bloody Summer Camp, which was released within the past year or two through David Kerr. Okay. And I, I've when I saw her photo on uh, IMDb, I'm like, wait a minute, I know that that girl. And, you know, it's like, and I went, clicked on, it, it's like, wait a minute, she was in Bloody Summer Camp. She's in a lot of David David Kerr's films, so or at least shows up in a lot of David stuff. Nothing against her, but the other person that you and I've met probably, I think you were there that year, was Vernon Wells. Yeah, he's a bit of an asshole. And, so, and uh, he, let me put it like this. Uh, Vernon was part of maybe the third panel I was ever part of. And he was very, you know, here I am still relatively maybe about two years into, maybe three years, in, not even three years into doing my show. And he was like, oh, you know, very welcoming, very, like, good to have you, you know, very supportive in least what I was trying to do at the time. And... That being said, we're going to. Pro- I think he was part of the when Dinos Attack panel that we did way back when that when he was there. I think it was maybe 2017, maybe 2018, when everything was in the uh, roller rink by yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And so I'll put that up as part of the retrospective bonus anniversary episodes later this week. So if you all want to hear that panel, uh, visit us on the audio side of things and you'll hear that. But he was very welcoming. He plays this drunken old ex priest in this. And the other big name in this movie is Bay Bai, B-A-I wing. Uh, she's best known for her role in crank. Uh, crank oh, okay. I know who which she is. is that. Uh, yeah. Uh, Stratham movie. She plays a kind of, too well. Yeah. Um, yeah. She was in both, and she, just that uh, I think she really enjoyed that film. And it was like one, Crank and Crank Two was just the, one of those that series of films that it was done just. It was one. It was self aware. Two it was just done for shits and giggles, and giggles and shits, because they they didn't. Want, it was self aware, and they didn't take themselves seriously. And the but um, she plays a demon that needs to get a hundred souls in order to be free. Meaning she's just trying to, I guess, escape hell. Not so much escape hell. She just doesn't want to be a part of hell anymore. And part of her deal was, you need, give me a hundred souls in a hundred years. And I'll set you free. You'll be free uh, to do what I don't know. And she's, it had, the whole movie has this Bubba Hotep feel to it. Like a mix of Bubba Hotep and Stranger Things. Meaning that, um, uh, Vernon Wells' character, Jack, and 
his group were playing like like playing sessions of D and D throughout the whole movie. So it has a little bit of that Stranger Things feel to it. Okay. I'm not saying it's a bad thing or anything like that. It's just that it has both a Bubba Hotep and a uh, Stranger Things feel. I'm, so it's kind of hard for me to say without actually speaking to the person, main person who wrote this film and put it together, whether or not that was their influence or not. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. A lot of filmmakers tend to do that. Um, you see it. I'm not going to rag on... Um, uh, David, but the one thing that comes to mind is Bloody Summer Camp. It's an homage to uh, all the slasher movies that you and I saw when we were young, and he saw when he was young. So having a movie that has a Bubba Hotep feel to it, that i.e. the movie takes place in a uh, a retirement home that feels run down, and they want you know it has its own backstory. I'm not saying that's an issue. It's just like it has that feel to it. Uh, pulling up my notes to it. The downside, one of the downsides I've seen to it, seen in it, is that there is, in some spots, the audio is not synced up by a smedge. It could be the fact that sometimes when you upload to YouTube, the audio it gets moved. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I, it, it could have happened with that. It's, it's only in some spots it moved a little bit. I don't know. It's because they used a lot of ADR or the fact that it went up to YouTube. Since I don't have a physical copy with me or seen it on yeah, you can't say physical, for I don't know. I can't say for certain. So it's not really a big deal in regards to that. And the other, it, it, it's a feel, has more of a PG feel than an R feel, meaning where a lot of independent just wants to go completely full balls R. This has more of a PG film. I, obviously, it has to be in order to be on YouTube, even though you could probably find a lot of R-rated and you know adult stuff on YouTube if you dig hard enough. But it's hard to should. say. I'm not saying you should. I'm saying it's probably there. You just have to dig really, really deep. But th this is probably more a PG-rated aspect. It's... It also has a feel of it's like the first movie of this kind or like uh, I'm not knocking him. And that's Wesley and his movie Zero Z-E-R-O. Yeah, which he's is, got a sequel coming soon too, doesn't he? Yeah, he's, fil he's filming the sequel now. Uh, the first the first one, which I was a part of, and you can get DVDs for right now. Uh, if anybody's interested in DVDs, uh, just go to the Zero... Uh, Facebook page and um, inquire there. I'm sure that Wesley will be happy to ship you out a copy of that movie and in regards to that. And his first one felt uh, like it was very, very new. He went into it, I guess, knowing very little about filmmaking. I'm not knocking Wesley at all, but it, this one felt a little bit like that, that yeah. he had aspect, uh, access to buy and uh, Vernon and a few other folks, you know, part of it maybe did some crowdfunding to get it off the ground and get big names to be a part of this, like uh, David Kerr has done, and you know, many others in the past and present have done as well. I'm not saying that's a bad thing or anything like that. It 
there were some time it, the movie in itself was a little bit confusing. It wasn't a bad movie. It was very entertaining. I liked it. It's on YouTube. And just like I said, at times it was very a little like, what's going on? It's and at times it seemed like it was going one way, but it went another. All right. It out of it out of a five, I'll say three out of five. And if it's on YouTube, it's not like one of these movies like I rented it from the library. I watched it. I want my money back. <laughs> I want my money back. I want five bucks for watching this piece of crap. No, um, it's on YouTube. I'll if I don't put it on when I clip it out, I'll put the least link on my end of things. If Sasha wants the link up for her end of things, I'll be happy to give it. So those of you out there who wish to watch it and want to be a part of the conversation, whether or not you enjoyed it, you're more than welcome to do so. We'll be happy to take your comments. Just as always, keep things civil in the, the towel section down below. So I have no problem with you guys being uncivil. I've got that band <laughs> hammer. I'm all about it. I have that band hammer, hammer too, but I'll put it like that. I, I have that band hammer too, but trust me, interactions is interaction is still an interaction. It still helps the algorithm. Sure. And sure. Uh, trust me, if you want to be an asshole, I can have fun with it. I have found a new response to dick pics, and it scares the shit out of them. What is it? Because literally, you tell them you've just sent me. A sexualized photograph of your genital genitalia without me without my consent. This is akin to rape. Nine times out of ten, they hit that button and block your ass and delete it faster than fast. It has amazed me. All you gotta do is say that R word and boom, they're done. I'm like, you just call them a rapist and it's over. I'm like, essentially, you're a digital rapist. Didn't want to see your cock. You send it anyway. <laughs> And it's not like those other folks on your platform that it's like, you know what? I could judge you. I, I could rate you for thirty to five ninety five or something like that. No, oh, it's like the little yeah. meme I like to send out to people who who try to offer me lewd things. It just says, "Fuck you, pay me." <laughs> <laughs> you want to uh, see that sent, but. And speaking of which, if you folks want to see me in a bikini top, crack our GoFundMe, uh, our GoFundMe goal at a thousand dollars. It doesn't have to be one person; it could be all of you at once. Because at the end of the show, I usually say I'm a gamer and I'm wearing a bikini. If you want to see me actually wear a bikini at the end of a show, let's crack that goal. I will take off my shirt, my shirt, whatever I'm wearing, and show you that I'm wearing a bikini. So. I've also thrown in on this, so you know you guys want to help them out. If, make sure there's if you don't believe, there. if you guys and gals out there or uh, whatever, and I promise it won't be my tired ass looking self. I'll 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 go the extra mile. And, and the thing is, if you guys don't believe me, I will do it. <laughs> uh, you have to crack that goal. You have I will to crack do it, that but goal. I will not be so. <laughs> I will do it. I will do it. And it goes to help not just our my side of things. It, it will help both of us because if we if Sasha ha and her partner want, wish to come down and help me out, uh, I'll put it like this. Kidnap me for fun yeah, in regards Facebook to take me. You know, 
Yeah. Uh, kidnap me to take me to a place that is fun, like four state or whatever. Uh, it, it, it helps me give them gas money and, you know, helps with food. It gives us a chance to, uh, cover all the costs so it's less out of pocket for all, both of us combined. So correct me if I'm wrong, four states what? Late August, August 25th or something? Late like that? August, yeah. Late wow. August. I might be going to Mahoning at that point. So they have a for thing, what? Like um I think it's like a a, a two day Ghostbusters event. I think they're showing the Spingler trilogy. I mean, let's let's put up Live on air. M A H O N. No, no, I'm talking about, uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Where's the next thing? Next thing, next thing. Uh, events. Uh, 26th, 27th. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'd probably go the 26th because the McConing has it the 25th, which is a Friday, but that's late enough in the year where I'll probably be back on regular night schedule, so I won't be able to do Friday. So I'll probably have to go on the 26th or 27th. The upside of my honing, though, is you can go camping, and you can camp on site. I think last time I was there, they had showers, too, which is kind of nice. And the You said the... Mahoning Drive-In. Yeah, they have, like, a Ghostbusters thing going on for the Spengler trilogy. And me... I, I for those in the know, Ghostbusters. M A H O N I N G. Yeah, I got it. The thing is that the event is. You said events. Hopefully, they have tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's August. August. July. 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 And it only goes up to May. You bastard. He said it is August. You're planning on doing. I knew the... I was going to If they, let me put it like this. Because he doesn't listen anyway. Yeah. I'll say it like this. If he doesn't listen. If he does not let, since he doesn't listen to my shit anyway. He doesn't listen to this podcast. He doesn't listen to your end or my end. Let me put it like this. I know a motherfucker in that area. I literally know a motherfucker in that area. Okay. If if you are willing, I can... (laughs) uh, This will mess with his mind so goddamn bad. Yeah, it'd be, it would be a meme 25 years in the making just to see his goddamn face when I say it. Uh, he lives in Lehighton. Okay. So if anything, if you're willing to, if you, I'm sure as hell he'll let me uh, bunk on his couch for the night. That way, if you, you and Al wish to camp out and have some time to yourselves. You are able to do that. I'll probably be bulking with him for the night. And the, um, therefore it could take care of things like that. Um, yeah. again, we could talk. We have, uh, well over a month out 
depending on things. Two months. Um, two months. Yeah. Uh, depending on how things fall. Tickets aren't bad. Yeah. Sessions there are pretty awesome. There are a couple hotels up the road from it, which yeah. is also an option if you don't feel like having and, and the thing is, the meme is for past 25 years, one of the things I kept telling him to do that I'll do is I'd literally message him on through Facebook and go, hey, buddy, what's this button do? And ring his doorbell. As soon as I tell him, what does this button do? I'll ring his, send it. And as soon as he sees it, I'll ring his doorbell. <laughs> Just to freak him out because there I've been go. threatening him. And good chance he'll open up. So like, how'd you get here? I know you don't need, like, you don't want to know. I walk. I'll just tell him, I walk. No <laughs> I walk. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, you'll we'll just freak out. the out. Like we'll, I said, we'll figure it, it out. We're, we're, we're throwing it in the draw tank. There, I know him and I want to do some drive-ins this year for the summer. And, you know, you only get, like, the spring, the summer, and the fall for drive-ins. Are there going to be any special guests for that event, or is this I just going to be... be just a bunch of Ghostbusters cosplayers plus a bunch of different Ecto ones? So I don't know yet. It's not all gelled together, but anytime no, I'm it... moaning, even even if it was like a trauma night or something like that, you still have a fun time. Um, like I want to say this past weekend they did like a like a haunting thing. And my buddy Lori, who lives down toward your neck of the woods, or it all the way up, because I guess they were showing the original, um, the haunting or whatever it was, not the one with Liam Neeson, but the one well before that, as well as Poltergeist and a couple other films, and she had a blast. So, so I, it's it was one of those things. Like I know, I know we have different uh, things, opinions on the matter. It's like I know. Uh, it was either, I think it was like last year that they were they did the a driving event in regards to uh, Joe Bob Briggs and Barbie. Uh, let's call her by Barbie herself. Let's use that name. Uh, me and my buddy wanted to go, but it would require us being everybody being there overnight because it would end at like maybe about let's say midnight, one o'clock. And no one wants to drive three, four hours home and be home at 4 a.m., get balls to the wall tired when it takes four, three to four hours to get up there. So it's one of those things. It, it's something that uh, I'll have to see. I'll have to see. Um, I might have to flip. Part of me wants to do four state. Part of me want, you know, wouldn't That's mind seeing nobody. Moment. I, I uh, haven't committed to either or yet. So it's kind of like. Because right now, I just want to get through Blobfest. That's all. I, right. I just want to get done with Blobfest. I mean... So, the, the one thing tux, at a time, right? The tux fitting itself was a little hot under the collar, but I was behaved this weekend. Much to my so if If anything... Uh, we'll see how things fucking fall. We'll see how fucking things fall. Um, it's one of those things that I, I know it's two months out. Yeah, it's two months out. We'll we'll sort it. Two months we'll, out. We'll figure it out. Worst case, we kidnap you for poor state, or worst case, we kidnap you for Mahoning. It's when either or way. you know, 
Either that, you sell me off to George and Four State. <laughs> yeah, we're that. Yeah, George, he's your problem. Huh? <laughs> yeah, we'll George, get George. I know he. George, George, and uh, George and Josue will we'll get you. You know, or worse. So it, it, yeah. either way, either way, uh, it'll be one of those fun things. Like, well, I, I was thinking today is like, yeah, if I go to Four State, watch they'll have me do the four. There'll be a uh, Power Rangers panel, and guess what? I'll be a part of. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll be like. And if it, it does come down to that whole aspect, I will approach Andrew, who is the person, main person behind Four State, and say, uh, "Do you want me to hold uphold tradition and do an outrageous panel? Want me to be the goddamn host?" <laughs> and I'll I'll post it with all you know, all fun and all respect, because that's been, I think, every time they did a um, Power Rangers panel, I've been the the main man behind it. <laughs> Yeah. Ever since Andrew, year one, Andrew and John are good people. Obviously, I so, have to say that because John's family. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like if I'm a part, I'll, I'll go. Hey, Andrew, uh, I'm going to Four State in Harrisburg. Uh, you don't want a, a Power Rangers panel? You are, bitch. <laughs> it's like, do you need a main person behind that? Because I've been the regular, and I'll say that in the panel too. It's like. Uh, am I an expert on Power Rangers? No, I'm not. Have I been doing Power Rangers panels for Forsyth for the past eight years? Yes, I have. <laughs> the tradition continues. So, but either way, there you, you go. Wanted to talk about either way. Uh, you wanted to talk about John Cleese. Oh yes, good old John Cleese is back in the headlines, being or was, his, well, was was briefly, but he was back in in the headlines. Um, a few years back, obviously, he was in the headlines because he was siding with J.K. Rowling, which already kind of puts him down like a bad path because, um, you know, he, he supports J.K. Rowling's transphobia, even though he's created like the definitive trans positive comedic scene in The Meaning of Life which he was involved with, or the, the child's being born. And she's like, is it a boy or is it a girl? It's a little too early to be assigning gender to them. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> you know, it's it's a great bit. Uh, but, you know, John Cleese is now stamping his little old feet uh, because they're going to get ready to do a musical of Life of Brian. Um, I've heard that it's been canceled. I've heard that it's been back on. But the people who did it, there's the scene that involves the trans person in this biblical time frame who wants to have babies. Um, as a joke, they want to remove that whole entire scene. And what's interesting is, is that it is a very trans positive scene if you've seen The Life of Brian, except for one thing. And that's John Cleese as the counter argument douchebag asshole. So John because it's one, been a while. Yeah. But John's all in a tizzy because they're cutting that scene. But he's basically now, denying this person's identity and their rights right to their face. And granted, it's supposed to be comedic for the time. But with a modern audience, it's it's not going to play the same. I, if you'll allow me, because it's been a while since I've seen Life of Brian. I know about the Life of Brian. I have seen it in the past. I think I know the scene that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. and therefore my question because if you've seen it more recently than I have oh yeah if his character was doing being the asshole 
as part of if it was being part of the joke, meaning that it was his character to begin with to be that douchebag, that asshole, then. But the problem of it is, they is want that douchebag and asshole in real life. Uh, be that as it it may, uh, if his character and yes, there's chain again, but if it hit, if it is his character throughout the movie. I know John Cleese and the other folks of Mighty Python always play multiple characters in movies, but if it was his main character, that character throughout the movie to be that asshole, that jerk, and it's part of the joke, then he, I could understand when he where he's coming from to kind of remove it. But I, removing it might... removing the whole segment with the trans character, too. So it's kind of like, we're just getting rid of all of that and just keeping the rest... because. Honestly, when you watch it, I had to rewatch it. So I'm curious if it would still work without that scene, and it still worked. It's a vestigial, at best, comedic one take. And yes, it does come back up every now and again as an in joke. You know how like they'll bring up a joke that right. we brought up like several scenes back, just to reiterate it. But yeah, it's it would the aspect of three, but. Yeah. The thing is, if it's part of it, if it, I can understand if it doesn't have an impact that if they remove it, it doesn't add anything or anything like that. But if it's part of, the, you're going to have purists, uh, Monty Python and purists that like leave it in. It's part of the original, have it in. This panel uh, lot doesn't have everything that's in the Holy Grail. Right. Uh, true, and it's also part of they do a lot of references to other things too. And mm-hmm. in, in, in it, uh, yeah, I've seen Spam a lot twice. I've seen the official run of Spam a lot, and I've seen Spam a lot when the local Apollo Theater had it here in Martinsburg. And uh, they let me put it like this. Uh, the Apollo Theater should have should have readjusted. I'll say this: they should have readjusted one scene in it for their theater. Yeah, because uh, and for those of you who seen haven't, I say this: they pulled up one section. They pull out like uh, part of Spam Lot is that they're supposed to pick somebody in the audience or seat in the audience. And it turns out it's a famous, was a famous actor. Mm -hmm. And they incorporate, and it was done ad lib. It was supposed to be, okay, somebody, whoever's sitting in A13, for example. And, or the next night it would be like row B or B13 or B14 or whatever. They kept that in. They was like, no, you could have adjusted that for the Apollo Theater. And you could have, like, adjusted whoever's sitting in that seat. Yes. And But they didn't do that. They kept everything in, and it just didn't work for Apollo Theater, where it would have worked. And it how they've done it in the main, like, whether it be in Broadway or D.C. or wherever the play currently is at. So it... it they adjust hashtag things here. <laughs> hashtag what? Hashtag tangent. Hashtag. Ta- I'm sorry. So, but either way, if it 
if it works, they I say um, if it was part of the original, yeah, it could. Let the fans decide. Let well, the fans the decide. All the fans are all for removing that scene. Like every last fan group has been like, no, it totally makes sense. The vestigial character bit at best. But here's John Cleese who swears up and down that he's Sweden in these situations. And it's like, no, dude, you're you're clearly choosing a side here. You know, you're clearly choosing a side. If you were Sweden, you would just keep your mouth shut and make delightful little chocolates and hot women. You have done neither. <laughs> it might be one of those things that could go either way, but it I'm not saying that you put it in, I'm not being that that asshole. But if it's part of the joke or part of the setup or other jokes and you have new folks in that might not fully know, well, you could say either watch the original film that might be yeah, either on cool. Amazon, Voodoo, Netflix, or what have you. Uh, you or you could buy it. Copy at pawn shop or friggin' anywhere that used videos are sold. But or, um, the thing of it is, is, is at the end of the day, it's like, I don't know what's going on with these older musicians and these older actors and comedians where it's like, is, is your publicist just dead already and is not stopping you from putting your foot in your mouth? What the hell's going on? It's like B. Snyder all over again. It's like, look, you're really fucking this up by saying more. Just shut up and let it die. And John Cleese just keeps digging in just like B. And it's like, oh, my fucking God. If I was their publicist, I, I would literally have Thorazine and tranquilizer guns on hand. Shut up! <laughs> on a side note, that that's what a lot of folks in the, if you want to call it comic skate industry, mm-hmm. or comic skate side of things, have been saying for the past few years. Uh, it's the aspect of, Listen, we don't want to. You could be supportive of the LGBTQ community. You could be supportive of BLM or whatever, whatever, anything. You're on Twitter. Yeah, shut up. Shut, shut up. Shut. If you're the most an activist, if you're, I've actually seen on Twitter was about Twitter. It basically said if you're if you are a blue uh blue haired. but Trans think of it this way. Look, Shut up and just promote your pr- promote yeah. your comic. That's but it. Twitter, don't say, don't. Twitter has this thing where literally they choose a main character each day. Every day there's a new main character who is pretty much putting their foot in the mouth. The trick to life and the trick to being on Twitter, don't be that character. Be a background character. You're better off. Don't be the main character. <laughs> you know? And- yeah, you have that one con- like the aspect of regards to comicscape. You have that one person that creates a comic. Let's say they make a, a side character that is part uh, that's for BLM or or trans rights or LGBTQ pride or whatever, um, and they put it in their comic. Somebody doesn't like it. They put it out on Twitter, and all of a sudden that person's going on a tangent saying, "Oh, you're this, that, the other thing," and you should have just ended it there and said, if you don't like the comic, you don't like it, how I'm going with it, don't buy it. That's it's, all you had to say. If you don't like it, don't buy anymore. It's like the guy on Twitter and, recently that I saw, and I just couldn't let it go by. 
somebody who is a devout Christian, which makes things all the more humorous, throwing a fit because of Black Spider-Man. And I'm like, you're a little late on this one, number one. Number two, you have a lot of Christian imagery on your uh, page. I would like to point out to you the fact that Jesus, as a fictional character, was born in the Middle East. What's the likelihood he's fucking white? You know what I mean? Yeah, very slim to none. And it's like, so you're sitting here complaining about a character being now black, whereas you worship a character that's literally been whitewashed. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like, hmm. I said, it's like, all you have to say is either keep your mouth shut or tell folks, it's like, if you don't like it, don't like it, go, go watch something else. Go read something else. This is how I'm doing things. But instead, it's an argument. They get back and forth. You, you see it now. And yet you have folks on both ends of the stick trying to cancel the other. And do I have my viewpoints on some issues? Oh, yes. Yeah. Do you have your yeah, do you have some I viewpoints have on your side? Yeah. And that's why we have this platform. So we can, you know, air yeah. things and out. Whether at the end of it and we chat and we talk yeah. and, and Sometimes the thing I'll be is, like, like Chris, you have a point. Sometimes you'll be like, Sasha, you have a point. It's just I try it to works. come in with many points as possible, you know, if, and that's, that's why we tell you, right, that's why we tell a lot of you folks out there, there's always a comment se- towel section down below for you to add your opinion. If we find it funny, we're going to make it part of the show. So, <laughs> yes, bring it on. That's our job. Bring it on. That's why it's Jeez. there. That's why we have a lot of aspects for that and whether you can't fund us or not <laughs> but it is you know, what it is and it's, it is what it is so, so. Uh, any other side notes that we have today um, at least on my part um, if you ever get a chance especially if you're in the greater four state area as I like to say if you're more in the uh, pencil tucky side of things um, pencil tucky Yep, get your ass up towards Mechanicsburg, just outside of Harrisburg. A uh, great place known as Love Drafts. Um, they have a lot of, like, right now, like, they're one live nation. Um, they had just opened up, I want to say, within the last two years, but they're now selling a lot of big-name shows for very, very cheap. So if you want to check out, like, a local punk act or a local rock and roll act, and you want to see somebody before they become big and famous, Love Drafts is where you need to go. Um, we went there this weekend, um, you know, um, cause I just saw out of the blue that they were having a record riot up there, which basically is a bunch of vendors that sell records. Um, and me, I always look for Laserdisc anytime I go to a record show and a lot of people's like, why, why would you do that? And it's like, well, a lot of times when these people buy a bundle of records, like be it on eBay or be it somewhere else, sometimes they'll find like one or two, you know, like uh, laser discs mixed in. So I, I picked up some interesting laser discs for super cheap because, of course, they're going to sell them cheap because their niche market is records and vinyl and things of that nature. Laser disc to them is just crap. I picked up Dracula if, and the Crow. So keep an if eye out. If you're ever. If you're ever my way, I know a place that has laser discs. I don't know the prices, but I know a place. That's why I go to record stores, you know, um, because nine times out of ten, they have laser discs. 
it's accidental and it's priced to move. Like I would I, say the thing is I not many people go there, so they might be priced to move and they're not the majority of Laserdiscs, them others antiques and all that. Okay. So you might have a good deal. I don't know their prices. So just in case. Just get again if wherever my way, I'll take you there. Okay. So you know, we we've been trying to plan something out. Right now, like I said, focus blob fest. Blobfest, Blobfest, yeah. Blobfest. This is right now. There's yeah. only five people in it. Yours cruelly, of course, being there. There's Amy Vampy, Dr. Divine, Jenny Kopcho, and poor Lisa Jerry, who's been a three-time runner. Out of all of us, if I don't get it, I hope Lisa does, because once you've done it three times in a row, it's kind of like, come on, give it to her. You know what I mean? But um, anyways, outside of that, let me, saw, let me we saw the new Spider-Man. Hopefully he can catch up and watch the new Spider-Man. Um, all Hopefully. I'll say is it's worth the watch. Um, it's let, let me see this. If you're if you're up by Pennsylvania uh, or uh, if you're down by me in Westford, by God, Westford, in yeah, Nissie, Westford, Nissie. Uh, I tried to add the Tennessee aspect. You went with Tucky. <laughs> but um, if you're closer to Hillbilly Land, West Virginia, we do have uh, Bad Habits Grill in here in Dirty Bird, which has a lot of been having a lot of uh, punk shows Bird. on it uh, at Bad Habits Bar and Grill. Uh, a lot of punk shows happening on Saturday nights at 8 p.m., 7, 8 p.m. So come on down. See a lot of independent bands that you might enjoy and pick up, sport a lot of indie content here. That hopefully, maybe some those folks will hit it big as well. So, but sometimes there's nothing wrong with not hitting it big. You know, you can right. be a local star, and nothing wrong with that. Right? Why be famous and... when I can be infamous? <laughs> you know. <laughs> But uh, no, it's that's it's, my life. Yep, it's 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 been an interesting weekend. You got any updates for us on your in there, Chris? Uh, no. Um, everything's been going slow. I will say this. Um, I did go to the Dirty Bird. I always refer to Martinsburg as Dirty Bird because of how they treat everybody. Um, I did go to the Martinsburg. Pride Fest this past weekend just because of everything that's been happening within the community. I'm sure Sasha knows a lot of the rumors that's been going around, a lot of the issues ranging from certain geek aspects and alcoholic aspects, which is a whole shit show and a half. Um, oh, my. But uh, I, just I just went to curious. To there. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> but... Uh, I wanted to say, you know, just to see it, you know, what's been going on, what, you know, because last year when Martinsburg's Pride Festival was happening, it was also the library's pop culture show. And I felt that the library was trying to kind of piggyback off, pun possibly intended, uh, yeah. off the Pride Fest to get people in. And you're and playing Latin Leapfrog. <laughs> And I felt because I didn't really get a chance to experience, you know, Pride Festival when it was in full swing. 
to kind of do it this year, see what was going on, what everybody, you know, local riff. I mean, with no disrespect, local riffraff, what's going on, if especially everything that's been going on with protesters, uh, protest, see if there was any protesters or what have you, or uh, just to see who's right, who's wrong, who, you know, which side is going to be the loudest, so to speak. None of that. None of that. Uh, it was very tame. I do have a video. Uh, it was oh, the, the my complete walkthrough is up on our YouTube channel. Uh, I look at the point of uploading it and posting it. I was at a whopping one twenty one hundred and twenty one uh, subscribers on my YouTube channel. After it posted, I'm down to one nineteen. Oh, I no, lost you two. Lost two. Uh, no, I lost two um, because I post up. Uh, with the thumbnail of my show's kind of it logo and a pride flag, uh, just the generic uh, pride flag. And it's like, we did a walkthrough of Martinsburg, you know, pride fest. And that's it. It was just like, and part of it was like, I'm here because of everything I've been hearing on kind of both sides. I, this is the closest pride event that I have to see. Will there be, you know, what the far right has been saying that it, you have a bunch of folks, you know, pushing it on kids or do you have, are they right? Or are it, is it actually happening or right. is, you know, what's going on? And there was, I could say, yeah, the usual, there's a lot of stuff that the, uh, what the far right could say, yeah, look, there's a booth, you know, if they watch the video, yeah, there's a booth promoting socialism. There's another booth pushing, you know, Democrats. There's, you know, hey, that's, that's, if, you know, like, if, if you want to spout that, I'm like, yeah, this is what's here. This is what their, this booth is set up. And yes, there's a democratic, you know, registered boat booth here. If folks want to sign up for that, they can do that. If they want to, find out more they're able to do that uh, i'm not going to you know walk up in front of that booth and wave my fist and go how dare you i'm not here for that i'm here just to document what's going on and on the way back way back yes there was a dj playing and you know it was just everybody dancing nobody was like twerking and you have a couple yeah. like kids just you know just dancing with the sound you have uh kids you know, coloring on one of the streets with chalk. There wasn't nothing a lot of folks could yell. It's like points like, oh, look, they're, you know, being groomers. You know, there was nothing that going on there. And it was just a family-friendly event that everybody could go to. It wasn't packed like in regards to that you might see in a major place like San Fran. Yeah, like in L.A. or uh, New York or DC. It wasn't that packed with vendors. It was very on the light side of things uh, where they had like two blocks full of stuff. It was maybe about everything can be probably fit into a block, if not a block and a half. Yeah. And yeah, you had, uh, I'm there. If I was there longer, I'm sure 
one particular, he's there every event. I think he hijacks, he does, I think he does what I would do, just goes and sets up in an empty spot until they tell him to leave. Yeah. And he's always there being, you know, he's a corner preacher. He's one of those so, folks that you'd have a field day just trying to shoo away. Uh, but if I didn't have to work and I knew about it, I'd be, you know, I'd grab a table I'd, you know, or a stool and I'd set up my stuff right there and say, hey, no one's setting up here. Show me who's renting this spot. I'll set up and promote my shit. I don't care who listens to my fucking, fucking show. And that sort of thing. And it's, it. it's like, well, you're this, that, and the other thing. Fuck you. Exactly. You know, fuck you. It's like, it's like, do you listen? No. Do you watch? No. And especially in that type of environment with what, you know, how controversial my show's name is. I'm like, have you listened? No. Have you watched? No. Then you don't know shit. And I don't mean to use you in that way, but in that type of environment, it's like, do you realize my, in essence, my co-host, the person helping me out out of my funk is trans. She's a member of the, you know, community. I'm here not just promote myself. How the fuck am I, you know, problem a a problem or a somebody who's phobic if my co-host? Well, listen, if I was that type of person, my co-host would be the first motherfucker to call me out, reamed you. Yes. Yeah. Just be, and, be careful using me like that in those type of arguments. No, I, I don't mean to. I don't mean to do that. But you know what I'm saying. And, yeah. You don't want to tokenize or out me. So uh, no, it's like not I that I'm already to, not like, out, but still. Right. <laughs> it's like I, I don't want it's like I don't want use you as that. And but if someone said, Well, oh, you're this, that. I'm like, listen, I she's not my token, you know, trans friend. Yeah. She, but if I have, I've come to you when I've had questions, I've had, you know, it's like, I need to know more. Or if I'm going to an environment of how I should approach things, you're the first person I go to. And I apologize right. if it comes off as no, I'm tokenizing no, no, no. you. Cool. I don't mean it's to. Cool. I don't so, I'm a resource. So it's just on days where I'm a bit of a bitch. I avoid using me as a resource. <laughs> so. We all have those uh, days. Right. And oh, I've had that conversation with folks like, oh, you do realize how where you like, oh, this, like that one year you went after a few, you went after the folks at Apollo. And I just sat back and I stepped back and I had a couple of people approach me and it's like, you do realize what Sasha, I'm like, yeah, uh, I let her folk go full-blown. And they're like, what do you mean? You're part... I said, I was. And they're like, what do you mean? Yeah, I got tossed under the bus. They never approached me to confirm what I said and what I dealt with, especially when Sasha got involved. When I answered a question truthfully, I got tossed in the, under the bus, bus and I was... I found out from somebody else I was no longer welcome back on property for that event. Period. And that's and, why I asked you. I'm like, gloves off? And you're like, gloves off. Yeah, gloves off. And I, I said, they tossed me under the bed. Like, this is what was said in, on Facebook. When I replied to it, within 24, not even 24 hours, it was less than six. 
I got screenshots by one of the other folks, a part of it, saying that I was no longer welcome on it. And that person that was spearheading Apolloween didn't come to me, didn't come to me first and ask for clarification, just tossed me under the bus. Yep. And in that group chat, I said, I said to everybody in that group chat, nice seeing you all. I guess I'm no longer part of the group. Bye-bye. Fuck y'all, I'm out. And uh, yeah, pretty much, fuck y'all, I'm out. And that's when she approached me and she's like, why'd you say that? I said, you're the one that tossed me under the bus. You didn't approach me to, for clarification. Oh, if you want. No, I ain't coming back now because of this. This is and the second time funny, you, this is was, the second time you fucked me over. Yeah, no. No. Yeah. But what was funny was, is when I initially brought it up, I was like, hey, here's the problems with Rocky Horror. I'm like, the lead character is trans. No doubt about that. They do a whole song and dance about yeah. it. Uh, they're also represented as a murderist and a rapist through deception. And as soon as you bring that up, people get pissed. But it's like, those are the facts. You yeah, know? I think and, at, that, at that time, it's like, I want at least a spot across. Give me a spot across the street. I think that was your, your offer. I want a spot across the street. I don't yeah. have to be on premises. Give me a spot across the street. Yeah, so I can talk and, to it and at least have talk. the other side or the problems viewed. And I was like, look, I'd be more than glad to go on stage and address it there. But apparently, you all don't want to talk the truth or actually have a member of the community explaining the problems of the film. And that's when they right. started getting pissy with you. And it's like, oh, is this how it's going to be? Okay. And and that's why the folks, you know, I explained it and they're like, oh, I said, yeah, and I, that's when I went to you and I said, that's why I'm, I, when I turned to Sasha and said, gloves are off. You got this. I'm not a part of it. I'm not a part of it. Because I was and, telling you from the get-go, I'm playing nice because you're involved. If you recall, I was like, I'm playing nice because right. you're involved. And as soon as you told me you're not involved, I'm like, does that mean gloves off? Gloves off. Yeah. And that's when word got back to me. It's like, you know what Sasha's doing? I'm like, yeah, I know what Sasha's doing. I let her do it. Because this is why. And they were like, oh. I'm like, yeah. And, and the first time she pretty much uh, fucked me over is when was, I want to say 11 years ago. It was 2012, right before my mom passed away. Uh, pretty much what I was told, if you volunteer for like four weeks in a row, at least four times, you get a free T-shirt. If not, you have to pay like $15 for a t-shirt that said a Halloween volunteer on it. And my fourth day was on the deadline, my fourth volunteer day, because I could only do it on Fridays. And I went, I went out prior to uh, volunteering that day. I got a $15 money order to pay for the shirt. It's like, here's my money order. You know, I can make it out to you for a shirt. Oh, and she pretty much told me, yeah, you'd be getting a shirt. One, never got it. Uh, two, and I was told, told, oh, you're just a volunteer. You're just one of the zombies there. And I went, you know what? Fuck you. You're going to treat me like a piece of shit. I'm a volunteer. You know what? I don't have to show up no more. So you know what? Heck with you. And when the other person I was involved with a few years ago when you had the trouble, the first thing I told him was, listen, be careful with her. There's going to be issues. There's going to be trouble. And sure. Anyways. And look what happened. Look what yeah. happened. And, and I was like, you know what? You don't want to deal with her anymore. You ha you got tossed out yourself because of 
what happened. I got tossed out because she did shit behind your back and behind my back. You know what? You learned. You got burnt. I got burnt. It was all. I'll put more shit on her than anything else. She's the piece. You know, she's the issue here, and she's the problem, not me. So and I could have told you that from the get go because as soon as I tried to address her, she blocked me and went and talked to me. I'm like, hmm. It's like, and most things like I, I was telling Don, it's like I'm doing this for you, man. I'm doing this for you know content on my end and for you. And the whole time Don's she was like being an issue. I, I hate to but, say it, but that's my ten cents on him. Because he wanted to pretend he, like, he doesn't know me, but I know him quite well. But you know, it it is what it is. It happened what it happened. Yep. So fuck him. But eventually and, they'll learn. And this is why I wind up blackballed. Brings us right back to the beginning. <laughs> I get blackballed. That's like I I'm not it. that bad yet. I'll eventually I'll get fully blackballed if I'm not blackballed by a lot of stuff as it is. So it's like the last time I ran into the guys from the Hub Show, I literally confronted them. I'm like I know you guys run your mouth about me, but have we actually sit down and talked? And they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, this is our actual first face-to-face conversation." I know who you are. You think you know who I am. I said, you ever want to sit down and talk? Here's my info. Otherwise, continue being little bitches. Yeah. Um, I know uh, there's a couple of folks that we know. One of them is probably associated with the hub. Mm. Had, um, got uh, in a little tiff with in regards to opinions with uh, Big Candy, my, my other co-host. Yeah. Guy, uh, who's more than welcome to you know when he wants to forge he's more than he knows where to find me and all that fun jazz um he's more than welcome back he i'll still say he's part of the show no matter what yep he got a conversation with him and he got blocked by one of the folks that who's associated with the hub show it's uh they're part of their network and when we were at four state last year he pretty much showed up and just walked didn't say hi to me didn't say hi to him just flat out ignored us Yep. All because he tiffed, you know, just, yeah, if you want to do that, fine, go. And this is the same person now, I'll say this, the same person that I'll tell flat out that he's a coward, flat out coward. And the the reason why I say that is because um, I try to, you know this as well as I do, I try to listen to all sides of the the party. Yep. And that means... I also know I have access to tablet, phone, computer. I've got OBS on my computer, even though it's a piece of shit right now. That's why we're crowdfunding for newish equipment. Um, ish, but ish. still, new or newish com- equipment, so we're able to do other stuff. But still, I've got a computer. I've got OBS, which means if I disagree with something that uh, channel that might be further right on the spectrum, maybe like Geeks and Gamers or Neurotic. But I disagree with what they have to say. I could pull up my computer, computer, pull up that video and do record a reaction and might say, all right, this is what this person says in this video. I'll respond to it right then and there and post it up on my channel. I have that built. I'm not a coward. I'm putting myself and my channel up for their audience. Exactly. I can do the same thing to their on their Twitter. And everything else, and you want to go on the cover of Facebook, say that that person 
you you yourself are proclaiming to be a geek and a nerd, and that you're no. pointing to them and they're against their viewpoint and look how much of a nerd and geek they are. Yet you won't go to their Twitter and point out where they're wrong or do a video yourself about where they're wrong. Because are you afraid of their fan base? Then you are. You are afraid. I'm, it's like, well, I if I did something similar where they're wrong, yeah, I, I could call them out about it. It's my job. You know what? Bring the hate. Bring the views. I'm punching up. I only have right now 119 subscribers. They got a couple of thousand. They got like a hundred thousand subscribers on their channel. I'm punching up. It's on how you view it. <laughs> yeah, but it's all how you you know you view it. But like bring bring the views, bring the subs. If you like what I, I put out on my channel, sub up. I got a towel section down too. You know, bring the hate. Yep. Bring the hate. Bring the hate. So it I, is what it is. But yep, that's the show. <laughs> That's the show. So That's anyways, I'm, of course, Sasha Constantine Monroe, a.k.a. Sasha the Princess of Darkness. To the left of me, we've got Christopher Lumser, a.k.a. A.k.a. the Martin McMadman. Yeah, Martin McMadman, a.k.a. the Godfather. And I think we uh, did it under an hour. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Uh, well, it wasn't an hour and A little over. I think overall we, we hit about an hour, hour, hour and a half. 15 so i think so, it's because we didn't have 20 million topics going so but so anyway way have a good night and, and see you and guys i'm a gamer i know i'm a gamer and i'm wearing a bikini if you want me to prove it you know where to find out go go fund me
listening to the Long Coat Mafia. Capiche? Welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the main episode for this week. And just remember, you're going to have a bunch more of uh, retrospective bonus anniversary episodes stemming from conventions this week due to folks gearing up for a lot of conventions that do happen during the summer. And as always, we are sponsored by W Energy. So if you want something that has zero sugar and is very comparable to a lot of the other energy drinks that are similar to it, like G Fuel uh, or Raz or Raze, whatever they're called, uh, we are partnered with W, not Raze or G Fuel. Uh, so if you want to help support the, us here at the show, you may do so by heading over to W. Dot gg that's d-u-b-b-y dot g-g and when you check out enter in code lcm podcast for 10 percent off it again it helps us here at the long coat mafia podcast now if by any chance again any chance if what you find on w is a little bit too high in the price price range for you but you want to still support the channel and quite possibly get some exclusive content and stuff before it releases on YouTube. Head on over to our Patreon. Links are in description. As always, or I should say the links to our Patreon is in the description down below. For the low, low price of $3 a month, you'll have uh, full episodes of the show hit before YouTube. You'll have polls and maybe some exclusive content uh, that will only be Patreon, i.e. maybe videos I, I don't think are YouTube worthy, I'll stick up, or clips that I think are um, not YouTube worthy, I'll stick on uh, Patreon, polls, and plus every audio episode, once things start going, I'll include, uh, this episode is brought to you in part by, you know, whatever your screen name is on Patreon. Now, if even that $3 is too expensive for you and you want to still toss a, a couple of bucks our way, whether it be a dollar or two, we do have our GoFundMe as stated in the episode. If we break that $1,000 goal at the end of our main episode, I, because it is video recorded, I will take off my shirt revealing a bikini top. Though I don't normally wear one, it's for the fact that uh, it's a goal for you guys if you want to see that sort of thing out there, if you're one of those types of folks. Now, let me also say this. If you can't afford a dollar or two, you can't afford three, or you can't afford anything that is on W, I get you, I understand. We're not going to shame you here ever in regards to that, but we will tell you, guess what? Listening to the show does help us. We do. We want you as a listener, so if you can't afford to, can't toss us a buck or two or whatever our way, we get you, we understand you, but uh, if you want, you could always help us by subscribing to us on the usual platforms, which is uh, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google, uh, not just YouTube, if your favorite audio platform is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Good pods, whatever it might be, subscribe to us there. Uh, that way, it supports us. That way, um, and don't forget uh, if you when you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and you hit that follow button, 
Yeah, yeah, that helps us as well, especially when you like and share tweets, uh, like and share on uh, Facebook and Twitter, and you like our posts on Instagram. All that helps us. Again, and all our links are in the description down below, even where to email us. But I'll tell you anyway, if you have any questions, comments, or other, our uh, email is longcoatmafia at gmail.com. And that's about it for this end of the show. And what can I say? As stated in the main episode, I'm a gamer, and I'm wearing a bikini. Prove me by shooting us a couple of bucks our way. Later. You've been listening to the Long Coat Mafia Podcast, the Internet's most hated and mafia-themed geek podcast.